welcome to season two of Melanated Wonderings. I'm Myrna. And I'm Edith. And we are so excited to be back with you. The last time we were here, we were in the thick of COVID, and now, uh, and now we are, as a community, have adapted to the world that we are in now. Today, we have a very special guest, and his name is Cardera Smoot, and he founded Natural Roots by Smoot, a line of natural hair and skincare products free of unnecessary filters. Healthy hair and skincare can be achieved without harsh chemicals and additives. Smoot, welcome. Can you introduce yourself? Yes. Hey, um, thank you for having me. My name is Cardaria Smoot, and like they said, I'm the owner of Natural Roots by Smoot, and I look forward to talking to you today about my company and my products. So thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. Um, so before we get started, just want to reemphasize our goal for this podcast is to demystify world of beauty and cosmetics for our listeners and um we just have a few questions for smith so we can get to know him and his brand a little better so what started you on your journey to create your own line um the thing that actually started it was that i actually wanted to grow my hair out and learn how to grow it and take care of it um, i had braids before um, when i was in high school and started college but you would just kind of you know braid it and then wash it braid it back, wash it, braid it back. And you never really wore your Afro. So for me, I wanted to do something different. So I actually wanted to wear my Afro, but make sure that it looked nice, make sure it was maintained. And I started, you know, wanting to create my, create my own hair products and actually use those in my hair. Oh, that's awesome. And really inspirational because um, I know a lot of times with the natural beauty hair community can be a little difficult to know what products to use because mm-hmm. a lot of times we have the standards that everybody seems to think, think work for every hair type and it doesn't so um yeah you tell us how to figure out what was best for your hair type and your right. skin because everybody is different and we gotta learn what the differences are to know what to use right i agree did you did you break the bank trying to find out what works for you no um so I didn't break the bank, Um, so I first started with just trying to use coconut oil, and that really didn't work too well. Um, I tried using coconut and olive oil. Um, That didn't work as well together either, and I knew about shea butter, so I started using shea butter, then cocoa butter, and I never heard of mango butter, but I was like, hey, I want to give this a try. So I just started mixing all of them and trying to see what I could come up with, but it really wasn't as expensive it was you know not cheap but not expensive either so how did you come up with the final product that worked best for you it was trial and error trial and error trial and error so Um, you did break the bank (laughs) 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 in that sense i did and um so when i first started i'll say tell you some of the problems that i had at first um sometimes it would actually be too oily And it was just uh, run and really not soak up. And, you know, sometimes it would be uh, so stiff that I couldn't really get any other product out of the jar either. So it was kind of like a mix of, you know, too runny and too hard. And I had to kind of come in the middle. So that took a lot of like messing with different ratios, messing with different um, oils together to try to see which one worked and which one didn't until I actually got a product that I liked. Wow. Okay. So that's dedication. It, it, right. it is. So like, I guess I'm wondering at what point did you say, 
okay, well, let me make a, a company. Let me make a business out of this. All right. And I actually got the inspiration from some of my friends because um, I was actually using it on my hair. And they were like, hey, your hair looks uh, nice. What did you do? And I told them, you know, I made my own products and I was using uh, my own products. And I asked them to try it and see how they liked it. And they actually told me that it was like really good. They um, liked it. They liked how it smelled and that I should actually start selling it. So they actually gave me the idea to actually start selling it. Oh, wow. Good friends, keep those yeah. friends. Good friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, besides, um, because I'm thinking when it comes to like natural hair, you use it on your hair and your beard as well. So, what are the main ingredients that are found in your products? Um, so it does depend on what what it is. So, with the hair and skin cream, it's mostly shea butter, cocoa butter, then um, olive oil. But if I use the beer balm that I have, it's olive oil is one of the main ingredients, but also has beeswax in it as well. And also have jojoba oil as well and avocado. So it does depend on, you know, which product that you use, but mostly there's shea butter, it's olive oil, um, beeswax, there's cocoa butter, there's avocado oil. So a variety of different oils. Can you like break down the like, with the oils and the butters, what's great about it and, and like, uh, why you use it, which one's thicker, which one's smaller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've learned that, especially with the olive oil, it does add like a little more shine um, to your hair and it doesn't make it heavy. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things that I definitely wanted to keep. And one of the things with cocoa, well, coconut oil and shea butter, butter was that they were more, um, drying i was thinking so that like even if you put it in your hair and it was too much of those in there that it would actually like dry your hair out and not really keep the moisture in mm -hmm. so like really the cocoa butter and the mango butter kind of counteracted those and putting all those together really got me what i have today wow. but, um, like you said it was like trial and error trying to get it right uh, this didn't work like Oh man, I don't want to throw this away, so I'm just going to try to use it and work on keep working on something until I got it right. Okay, so what type of products do you have in your in your line? So you we you got the beard oil and the beard balm. Mm -hmm. I do. I have the beard oil and balm, and also have a hair and skin cream that you can use both on your hair and on your body and uh, face. So I use that as well, and I also have a hair oil so that if you want, like you have braised or you have anything that's really exposing your scalp, you can use that in between um, your, you know, like your twist or your plaits or whatever, and it'll keep your, really your scalp from um, dandruff build up, build up. Keep it nice and moisturized to you. Right. Yeah. Did you find, I know when you were talking about your hair care journey, um, you briefly mentioned that, you know, there were some other women around you who were going through theirs. What about the guys in your group? Was this something that you were able to talk with them about? And even now that you have your whole line, are you like constantly giving out uh, beard advice and hair care, skin care advice? I mean, look at that. I know. You guys can't see it, but we'll have to post a picture. He has a beautiful beard. Oh, <laughs> So usually with the guys, it's more of the uh, beer talk. So um, with the beer oil, uh, most guys actually will use the beer oil versus the balm. 
And um, they'll ask me, you know, like, what do I do? So, you know, I tell them, you know, I wet it, uh, put in the bomb, and then put the oil on top of it to kind of seal in, like, everything, the moisture to make sure that it stays shiny. But uh, usually with the females, they more, they typically like the hair products. So they'll use the, mm-hmm. the hair cream and they'll use the hair oil. But for the guys, it's mostly the beer products. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because um, I was wondering, if, I was going to ask you, a lot of females use your hair product as well. And they do. So that's, that's really good. For, so I get support from all around. So yeah. I love that. <laughs> so with the name naturals by sweet why how did you come up with that name um that actually took the longest to actually come up with and the reason why was because i wanted to have something that was kind of catchy but something that really talked about what my product was and what i wanted to convey like the message i wanted to convey so um it was days where i was trying to think of something think of something i couldn't think of anything at all and i was thinking stuff like maybe natural beauty or starting from scratch or um (laughs) just different things but nothing really stuck and um i tried another name it was called uh shea and cocoa because Mm -hmm. i was gonna use uh shea butter and cocoa butter but (laughs) that's a little little fancy yeah Yeah, a little sensual (laughs) shea and (laughs) cocoa what you trying to do (laughs) (laughs) but so that was a name that it was i liked it but it didn't really convey everything because um i didn't think it targeted the guys as well so um eventually i was like well what if i use my name what if i use my name so um it took maybe a couple of weeks uh, before I actually came up with Natural Roots by Smooth. And it was like, okay, I'm using natural products. The goal is to actually take care of your hair and basically what comes out of your hair, the roots of your hair, and make sure like your beard is good, but all of it without unnecessary chemicals and fillers and all of that. So I was like, okay, I like this. I want to keep this. With like the with the beard oil, I know a lot of guys, especially like black men, tend to have like issues with bumps when they shave. Can you walk how your product helps with with that? Because I know it does. Right. So with the uh, beard oil, uh, one of the things, especially that once you shave shave your beard down, you tend to get razor bumps as well. So um, for me, with especially with the oils that I use. Um, lemon oil, peppermint oils in there, they help really soothe the skin and soothe everything that's underneath so that you really don't get those razor bumps. And as your beard grows, you do get that natural itch that comes with it. But for me, what I found that as long as I keep some type of oil, like really touching my skin, then that really reduces that itch until it gets long enough. And then I don't feel it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So a moisturized beard grows, right? (laughs) Yeah, it, it does. You gotta take care of the beard. Okay. All the, more sure your beard. Although I'm not too, you know, I don't like my man to be too hairy. But, you know, it looks good. Thank <laughs> you. So let's talk about, like, the cosmetics um, industry in general. Because I know there's a lot of, like, brands for, like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, white people. There's not a lot of... I, we're just entering to the point where there's enough products that target people of color because our hair is different um so 
talk us through your experience as a black man and do you feel like you're represented well in the cosmetic industry and how would you what is your view on that um i think well honestly uh, from what i see i see a couple of guys who are you know taking more interest in their hair and beard and skin and mm-hmm. all of that um but i think there's still more of a stigma behind uh, like taking care of yourself as men so yes. that still i think as a whole still hasn't gotten there yet but it is promising and it is exciting to see you know multiple guys taking care of their hair, taking care of their beard, and, you know, not afraid to say that, okay, I do take care of myself. You know, I want to live long. I want to take care of my yeah. body. No. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? It reminds me of, like, the men's product that I always like, 10 in 1, 5 in 1. Yeah, like, right. that can't possibly good for you. Right. It's like, it doesn't work. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Kids don't have to edit. That doesn't do anything. Right. <laughs> so that's like, I think that's one of the things is having men target areas because different parts of your body require different mm-hmm. products. Right. Not all the same. So you got to target things differently. So yeah, that's that's really encouraging. And, like, yeah, and, and I'll um, add one thing that, you know, I've learned, like, like I said, it's still a journey, so I'm still learning things mm-hmm. as well. And you know, like we all have different skins. Um, some things irritate us more than others. And for me, um, what I've learned about my skin is that the oil works better for me. So even with the beer oil and the uh, hair and scalp oil, I use those on my face as well to, uh, you know, like keep moisture in. So I wet my face and then I'll put uh, oil on to kind of like seal it in a little bit. And I've learned like with the hair and skin cream, it doesn't work as well. It's like more buildup in it and it gets dirty more than the actual oil that I use. So I I tend to actually use the oil more than um hair skin skin cream on my face. So See, that's Yeah, like in time so you know what works for you. That's always the way to right. right. So for like let's say for a guy who's listening and he wants to start taking care of himself, taking care of his skin, taking care of his body, like what would you suggest if he they went on your website and looked at your line, what would you suggest would be the first thing that they would should get? And then also, could you walk us through how you noticed things weren't working for you as a man? Because right, so I'll say um, the first thing, which um, many of the guys who have bought products tend to go for the beard oil first. Mm-hmm. So especially like if you have a small beard or a shorter beard and you're trying to start out. Um, I would suggest the beer oil versus the beer balm. And once you, you know, kind of get a rhythm down and take care of your beer, then I would say the beer balm. But definitely start with the beer oil. And especially with the um, females, they typically prefer the um, hair and skin cream. So we, I have a two ounce, four ounce, and eight ounce. So if you, you know, you wanted to try it to see how it works, then you can definitely try the two ounce so that you won't feel like, you know, you bought too much and you don't know whether or not you like it. So once you actually like it, which I know you will, uh, you can buy the four ounce or the eight ounce. Yeah, that's really considerate. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of, like, people on my end, I just go in there and I just buy it. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> And I'm definitely thankful, like I said, for the support, um, definitely for the positive feedback and you know like the suggestions from some of my friends and family to Mm -hmm. say hey maybe you should try this or maybe you should do that or 
like uh, in terms of packaging, like do you want to improve the packaging? Do you want to, you know, certain scents? Do you want to try certain scents? So that support system has definitely kept me pushing and moving forward. Yeah, because you're in, um, I know we're, we still, you still have to answer how did you know things weren't working for you, but you're in rare territory as a black male um, cosmetic founder. Um, I think there's, you know, there's only like five that I, not just five, but it's just now, I think, whereas female founders had their, you know, have been around for a while. I think it's now's the time when male founders are really getting the spotlight that they had. Um, I think one of the biggest success stories, the guy who sold his company, he had Clippers company. Um, I forgot what their name is. I'll have to drop it, but he, he sold it to Gillette, you know, and that, and that was huge for, for a while. Well, he's still praying that he's still praying and hoping that we bought it out by Gillette. (laughs) Don't forget it. (laughs) Maybe not Gillette, but let's, let's say, let's, let's say you you will be a retired CEO. Okay. Right. Let's keep some wealth in the black community. Right. Let's keep it circulating. Let's keep it going. <laughs> so, but yeah, so back to finding out products that it wasn't working for you. Like, could you go through that a little bit? Like when you put the product on, what did you know? How, like, how did you, could you tell it wasn't working for you? Yeah. Um, so it was definitely trial and error. And, you know, I wanted to pay attention not only to me, but I would ask my friends to use it as well to see how it worked for them. And I will say, like I said, one thing that I noticed was like with hair skin cream that it kind of clogged my face, my pores up um, a little bit. So it was like, okay, well, I don't think I can actually use it as much on my face. And I was like, well, I do need something. So I actually tried the oil and I thought that the oil worked better, the uh, beer oil actually work better um another thing i think that that i will say that honestly i would think that i wouldn't get as much support as i have was i thought that like you know coming from a guy that most people would be like oh man you're a guy you don't know about uh taking care of your hair or taking care of your skin or anything like that so i thought that would be an issue that i would encounter but it's actually you know kind of supportive or people are supportive it's like mm-hmm. hey um, this is actually good. The product is good. I like it. Um, you know, your beard looks nice. Your hair looks nice. So that actually gave me more confidence to actually keep going. So how did you get to the point where you've, you're manufacturing now and yeah, how'd you get to the manufacturing point and then also selling? Could you walk us through that? Yeah. So with the manufacturing point, um, I went through, well, I'll say that one of the things that I had a problem with at first was that, um, with the products that I would use, like the shea butter and cocoa butter, um, I didn't have a, a lot of financial capital to actually start off. Mm-hmm. So I would make a couple of products and I would have to sell them, but I didn't have like enough income coming back in to have like a, a stock of like raw goods, like a stock of the um, olive oil or the stock of the shea butter. So um, a friend actually helped me out with that, um, gave me a loan to actually have a stock of products so that I can actually um, have those in stock and not just have to keep ordering like every three days, or every four days. So um, that was one of the things that actually helped. And what was the second part? Actually, uh, um, yeah. How did you take it from the 
so that's the manufacturing. And then, so then how did you do it with, um, getting your online store and everything set up? And then do you package everything yourself or do you have a, someone who, who does it for you? Like, do you fill and package and everything yourself or do you have a manufacturing company that does that? Yeah. So I, um, everything is in-house. So I package mm -hmm. everything myself. Um, I, create the products myself, um, label them and ship them out. I do everything, uh, in-house. Oh, wow. So I don't have, you know, a manufacturer to do anything. Um, everything is inside. So I will say with the company, one of the things that, um, was kind of like, how do I do this was actually starting it up and making it official and making it legit. So, um, I had to kind of figure out, you know, the steps with Alabama and having, you know, the, name formation so you have to reserve your name of your company and make sure that it actually is uh, available so that you can use that then once you do that you have to um, get a registered agent or someone who's uh, gonna take your mail from like the uh, state government so anything tax related you have to have someone available to get all of that mm -hmm. so i had to learn about that um, you also have to actually then form your company so um that was another thing. And all of those things have fees and payments that are uh, required for them. So that's still like a financial part that you have to uh, take care of. So then when it came to actually my website, I had to go through another service as well to get that down. So I had to buy a domain name so that it actually would say naturalrootsbysmoot.com. Um, I had to buy an email domain from Google. So that was like another fee that I had to set up an email address and all of that. And when it came to actually setting up the website, I had a little um, bit of experience with setting up a website because I had to do it in college. So um, that actually worked out a lot. And I was kind of like Googling and um, YouTubing and seeing what other people did is create their websites. And then I, uh, they helped me finish mine as well. So all of that goes into it. And I was like, okay, now I think I'm ready. And I'll say one other part that I really had to look in was like being cosmetics. I knew about food and um, the fact that you have to have like certain permits and certain licenses for food. So I wanted to make sure like with uh, cosmetic products that it wasn't anything like that as well. So um, especially in Alabama, really the only thing that I had to have was like a license if I was going to handle like um, certain chemicals, especially some that could be uh, potentially hazardous and dangerous. Um, but thankfully, I, don't, I didn't have to actually get a license because I didn't have any chemicals that were uh, considered dangerous or harmful that needed to be tracked or anything. All natural. Yes, that's that's a benefit of all natural. <laughs> wow. So I guess the next time we'll come to you for like financial advice because you seem like you have everything, like you had everything set up and ready to go. That's actually impressive. Oh, I definitely had help. So um, I won't take all the credit. There were uh, people who were, you know, were asking me questions like, hey, did you consider this? Did you think about <laughs> this? Um, so that support system definitely helped me out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's really key because a lot of times we think we need, like, this huge production to get started. But it's you literally use the resources around you and uh, you got a friend to invest in, right. in your, um, in your company, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, sometimes we dream of doing the investor round and everything, but it's like, look at the circle around you. Um, 
who who do you have that's that that you can tap into? So I think that's a, your great testimony of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I think that is one thing that when you see like the big startups that have the commercials, uh, they're advertising on like social media. You're like, oh yeah, I have to be like that. But sometimes that really doesn't work, and it doesn't work for a lot of people. So having that um, circle around you to kind of like bounce ideas um, off of, to kind of maybe help you financially, that maybe a bank won't help you do. Like you have friends and family that can help you out. Um, Personal advice, because your family and friends know you. So they can, you know, if there's something that they see that they want to help you with, they can say it to you in a way that, you know, you can understand and you, you won't feel offended by it or you won't feel shut down or let down. So definitely starting um, small that gives you that confidence woman and definitely gives you that support system around you to help lift you up a lot of times we tend to like look for look for um, resources outside of our community when we have enough resource within our community to help us right i agree agree. so how was how are things through the pandemic um yeah tell me tell what was the impact on that for you um and honestly i think <laughs> say that well, again? I'm sorry. he just hung out with me that's it right <laughs> <laughs> um like honestly the pandemic actually um helped me and the reason why i say that is because um i was actually working a full-time job and you know, I felt like I wasn't putting as much time and effort as I needed to to actually start up my company. So, you know, it got to a point to where everybody started working from home and I was actually at home most of the time. So that actually gave me the time to actually sit down and get everything that I needed. So um, I actually started it last year um, during the middle of the pandemic um, last year. But I think that time from, you know, like just being busy all the time, back and forth, going to work, that that slowdown time actually helped me. And especially in terms of uh, people buying the products, since I think a lot of people were actually at home, it was easier to just shop online because I think most of everybody was actually doing it anyway. So I was like, hey, I have my website. Uh, You can just go there. You don't have to, uh, you know, like call me. You don't have to schedule a pickup. I ship it out to you. So it kind of went in line with the whole buying online anyway. Yeah, and... um skincare um sales went up too during the pandemic so that definitely makes sense and i think i've seen a meme going around talking it's not it wasn't a meme but just an article going around about how people were doing so many other things while working at home so that that makes sense (laughs) yeah that was one of the i was um like basically teaching um, during the time at home. I was uh, babysitting. I was working on my company. I was doing everything at one time. Maybe, wait, are you still working full time? No, I'm not. Okay, okay, we'll leave this part in. (laughs) 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 So what's, what's next for Natural Roots by Smooth? What's next? So uh, I also, I want to do another product and I want to actually work on um, a lip chap as well. So that's one of the things I want to do a shampoo and conditioner and still trying to do it natural. That's one of the things that is pretty difficult because um, especially with shampoos and conditioners, they have a lot of preservatives in it, in them. 
And that's one thing I had to figure out quite how to work around and make sure that it's still safe and, you know, that it doesn't go bad and uh, it still is quality. So that definitely is on the list and I'm working on it, but it's a little more difficult than the cream and the beer oils. Well, when you get that chapstick going, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah. I may I'll actually need you to test it out for me so you can tell me like the positives and negatives and all of that because <laughs> yeah, we have some people out here trying to have a hot girl city boy summer with chapped <laughs> lips no ma'am no sir working on a chapstick for everyone so uh, okay i'm definitely looking forward to like your shampoo and conditioner because i think that it's like you said, it's going to be a challenge, but I think it's going to be exciting when you do figure it out. Thank you. And I'm I'm definitely looking forward um, to it. Um, still, you know, researching, trying to figure out um, what works, what doesn't. I found a lot of stuff that doesn't work. So I got to find that one thing that does, and we're good. Question for you. Are you still doing your scents? Your, your scents? Because I know you were you were working on um, was it scented candles or mm-hmm. scented, just, um, scented oils. What is it? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you still working on that? Um, you don't mean like the essential oils? Yeah, scented essential oils. Yeah, so I um still um are well, I'm still buying them from a manufacturer from a company, but I haven't um actually gotten in there to actually extract the oils myself from like the lemons or like the peppermint uh, leaves or anything like that. That's also on the list though. That's the so if any of you guys do it or you know anybody else who does it i will definitely buy from them um keeping everything local so mm-hmm. hey if you let me know teamwork right yeah all right <laughs> do we have a question i don't think we, do we have a question i think that's it well we have one last one we always like to play a song at the beginning if you mm-hmm. had to this may be tmi but i was talking <laughs> to this dude <laughs> And he like uh, he put like this is his favorite song, and I asked him what's his why it's his favorite song, and it was the song that he walked out to when he mm-hmm. used to play sports. So I guess I would ask you, what's your walkout song in life right now? My walkout song. Uh-huh. Oh man, <laughs> I will say uh, keeping it PG, probably uh, "Bounce It" by Juicy J, but you have to play like the clean version with Trey Song and <laughs> I don't know if the title is even a clean version. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if we should play that one, but I like uh, Champagne Like by Neo as well. That's a good one. (laughs) So so I think that one's pretty clean. Okay. (laughs) I also find it funny because a lot of times we have like walkout songs, but you have different walkout songs for different seasons of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, like, Mona, what's your work walkout song right now? Listen, uh, JoJo's F Apologies. That's been a walkout song for the entire pandemic. Right. <laughs> uh, even in season one last year, always constantly just, who hurts you? <laughs> well, I po- what's yours, Edith? Right now is, um, I'm going in, I'm going in, and I will go hard. <laughs> so, that's Lil Wayne, right? It's like rap, it's where I'm at. Lil Wayne, uh, yeah, that's Lil Wayne. Yeah. 
wait, what's the title of the song? Patrick, don't know the title. Let me look it up. Is it one well, of his new you. songs? I'm no, going it's an older one. It's an early 2000 song. Oh, okay, so I'm going in. Listen. Gotcha. I was just actually listening to one of his new songs. Wait, Lil Wayne came out with a new song? Mm-hmm, he's back. He doesn't have um his uh, money troubles anymore. <laughs> that I publicly know of. This <laughs> <laughs> new song, Please don't sue us. <laughs> yes, we'll cut this part out. <laughs> but yes, Lil Wayne does have a new song out. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, he's one of my favorite artists, too. Um, I didn't even know he had a new song out. Yeah, me either. Oh, it's called I'm Going In. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's by Drake. I was like, yep, oh, what? Drake and Lil Wayne. Yeah, Drake oh. and Lil Wayne. I was wondering with Young Money. Mm-hmm. Young Money. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good crew. Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj. They yeah. were hungry. That's when they were Tiger. Tiger was in there, too. So he was pretty good. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Tiger was part of Young Money. I did not yep. know that. Young Money. Young. You know... I have to give it to him. He's actually not a bad rapper. He is like right. dating who he dated. Dating Kylie kind of overshadowed his skill set, but mm-hmm. his songs be hitting. Yeah. Right. And it's oh, like. Favorites, but like Tour, and I'm pretty sure someone's going to make fun of me for it. It's not Blacks and Tattoos. I'm like, that's like my. People make fun of me for it all the time. I'm like, that song is dope. That's like lit. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Snapbacks and tattoos. Exactly. It's such a good song. The beat is sick on that song. And anybody that disagrees with me, the book. <laughs> it sounds like we'll have to have you back. So uh, there's a pasta company that has a playlist that is, is, is as long as you need to play their pasta. So we should do one where we have a playlist that's as long as you need to do your skincare routine. Well, knowing us, it'd be like 60 seconds, but we should have you back <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> to, talk, <laughs> to talk artists. But it has been an absolute pleasure having you here um, and just hearing your story. And we look forward to just continuing this journey. And um, thank you for coming on. Go support Natural Roots by Thank you. And can I um, say one more thing before we go? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, and I, I will say for the people who, you know, like want to start a business, but maybe uh, are afraid to do it or don't know if it's going to succeed or not. Um, I will say actually go ahead and try, because even if you think that, you know, your products aren't good or you don't think it will sell or anything, um, once you like put your foot out there and just start going forward, then you it will just open up a whole new idea of possibilities, um, ways of thinking. So the first thing is to actually go and try. So even if you want to start a company and you're scared to do it, just go ahead and try it. Better to fail and have tried it and to not have tried it all. Right. What's key with what you said is everyone thinks failure is like this disaster. I'm going to be financially set back. But it, from what I've heard of your story, there's a way to do it where you can still try it within your financial means that you have. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've taken away from just how you started your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can start with um, whatever money you have and just, you know, like you said, just work around it. And once you get to a certain step or a certain path, then you'll know, okay, I can actually move forward now or 
maybe I need a little more money to actually do this step, but you've already done like three, four, and five before. So, um, like you said, financially, um, I know, you know, a lot of people are, aren't where they want to be financially, but I don't think that has to hinder you from at least trying and starting and getting somewhere. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us and, um, we will have, uh, Smoot's information, natural roots by Smoot information posted down below in the website and feel free to reach out to him anytime you have any questions on Instagram or by email. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me.